Great. Firstly, thanks very much for having me. It's a great pleasure to be with you. Uh, the BRICS was constituted first and foremost as an economic collaboration between the five countries. And uh, in achieving economic collaboration to contribute to both uh, intra-BRICS and global economic growth, uh, to look at uh, job creation in these countries and also to attract investment. And all of that is underpinned through complementarity of opportunities across the five countries. So we should never forget why BRICS was formed in the first instance. Okay. We are seeing more recently, I think, some geopolitical shifting. And as a BRICS business council, and very importantly, as South Africa assuming the chairmanship of BRICS Business Council for the next 12 months, it's, it's really important that we set the agenda for the next 12 months. And part of that agenda setting, we, we're not happy as a South African uh, chapter of the BRICS Council, we, we're not happy that the focus is uh, geared at economic collaboration. We think it's a bit too much of a political formation. Okay. And we're underachieving, we feel, when it comes to the economic collaboration. So uh, it's all well and good saying that. And things always look easy from the outside. But we are going to redouble our efforts as a council to ensure that economic collaboration is put front and center of the activities of the council. But also that we have a more numbers-driven approach. So what do I mean by that? Uh, it's... Uh, it's, it's quite uh, worrisome that we still, across these five BRICS countries, have significant levels of trade imbalance. So if I just look at South Africa and China, there's a significant uh, trade surplus in favor of China. Um, I'm, I'm not uh, becrying that, but what I'm saying is we, we need to have a greater effort at balancing out the trade through collaborative opportunities, but also identifying the complementarities. So one of the ideas we've got as a council is on a quarterly basis, we hope to meet, we hope to analyze uh, the trade statistics on a quarterly basis and see where the gaps and opportunities reside. So I think that's what we would like to do as a, as a, as a council South African chapter moving forward in the next 12 months. South Africa's membership must also be a benefit of uh, local economy. Um, how are we making sure that uh, not only the big province will, will get a chunk of investment, but also the interest to participate in uh, deliberations like of this nature as well? How are we making sure that uh, from the British Business Council of South African chapter? We, we want to adopt an inclusive approach. Yeah. And when I talk inclusivity, there's, a, there's an internal and an external inclusivity, right? Internally is that we allow, uh, let's call it the, the less or the poorer resourced provinces to also benefit. But also, we should never forget that South Africa is the link and the gateway into the rest of the African continent. And, and a big deliverable for us has to be how do we best optimize the African Continental Free Trade Agreement? Uh, how do we use that very important lever uh, to grow uh, the South African economy, to identify partnerships and opportunities with BRICS, but also that our provinces benefit from that? 
and the broader African continent as well. Yeah. Uh, one of the ways of dealing with some of these imbalances is identifying where our competitive advantages reside and to build in those competitive advantages. So if Limpopo has a competitive advantage in agriculture or a particular sector of agriculture, we need to make certain that we pull Limpopo province into that route. Um, what sort of work has been going on within the um, the council to make sure that uh, well, when other people are when other countries are cheering, South Africa is also making its voice heard, but also involved in programs that can benefit uh, South Africa as a country. So, look, obviously, when you when you hold the chairmanship, okay, you you can largely guide the agenda. Right? So, the best way for me to respond is to say what what is important is. How do we impose our agenda in the next 12 months? Yeah. And uh, things like um, just energy transitioning or a, a fair and equitable just energy transitioning is, is top of our list. Okay. Uh, not only from an energy security perspective, but we, we simply cannot be part of harming uh, an economy um, that is not being given the space to just transition timelessly. So whether we like it or not, there is a heavy dependence within BRICS uh, on, on fossil fuels. Now, of course, we all subscribe to the principle of a green economy in time and, uh, you know, a, a, a planet that is sustainable. It's, it's very important. But what we are saying is we need to get the balance right yeah. because you can also destroy lives and livelihoods if you move too quickly on this. Uh, and uh, we might be carbon emitters here, but uh, there are many countries in the north that are carbon emitters. So we need to pace this uh, at, a, at a pace that makes sense for everyone and that we balance lives and livelihoods together with the least damage to the planet. Mm. So just energy transitioning is a, is a big priority for us. Industrialization is a big priority. You know, Africa... And uh, to, to some extent, South Africa, even though we are the most uh, industrialized country in the continent, uh, we are lagging behind in the industrialization stakes. So we become more and more over time a continent that imports, that runs these trade deficits. And, and look at what happened during COVID. Mm. The, the continent did not have capability and capacity to produce its own vaccines. So how can we have a continent that has the most disproportionate disease burden of any continent in the world importing 99% of its vaccines? It, it should be only importing 1%, not producing, right, uh, only 1%. So these are the areas, industrialization, really important. And then a third and final point I do want to make is uh, we, we also need to see BRICS as a, as a complementary partnership. And, and that means that we, we, we have to uh, seize these localization, domestic localization opportunities, and as I said, speak to industrialization. Yeah. And the best measure to do that is we need to see where, where do these trade deficits reside? Is it sustainable that we rack up as a continent and as South Africa these massive trade deficits? It, it surely can't be. And uh, we will give that the necessary attention uh, as, a, as the chair of the council for the next 12 months to see can we better balance out the trade but also use the platform to grow our exports outside of BRICS as well. Mm -hmm.
Well, as we conclude, I'm sure really that you have already talked about this just energy transition, but I'm sure the, the buzzword is uh, the, the reliable energy supply. What, what sort of further conversations are happening from the BRIC side, um, from the meetings that you have heard and also the deliberations that, uh, that, that, that are ongoing about BRICS and their concern about South Africa's energy um, demand? Look, I think there's an, a, a global energy crisis here. Uh, undoubtedly in our country it's probably more manifest because there's an acute issue um, and uh, I think we know we know where the problems reside okay um, what we need to do is we need to continue using platforms like BRICS to identify where can we partner for immediate solutions so now we know that uh, uh, you know there was a very important speech by President Ramaphosa last August where he basically opened up the energy sector has opened up the space for solar, for wind, etc. And uh, we, we need to see how uh, we best synergize with our BRICS partners uh, and local partners in concert to see how we best optimize those solutions, bring them straight into market as quickly as we can and, and start uh, getting on top of this energy security problem we've got in our country. And, and that also leads to other discussions, like, for example, if we're going to put our weight or throw our weight behind solar, let, let's look at what complementation is needed in order to achieve that. Do, do we need to, as business, uh, advocate for subsidies, for example? You know, very, you know other countries have looked at, at subsidies in that conversion, and very often, I know we're in a tough fiscal space, but very often a subsidy costs far less than the benefit of ensuring energy security. What was the take out from um, your engagement uh, with the South Shepherds in terms of uh, um, the, the, the first meeting for, for, for the year as South Africa assumed the chairship? You know, we don't often get to engage with, uh, with Sherpas and, uh, and, and diplomats per se. Um, and, and usually when we do, uh, it's, it's a bit of an uneasy interaction uh, because they're diplomats, we're business people. So what I, what I took out of today is a very, very important thing, and that is uh, that there was certainly a willingness from all five Sherpas to, to embrace uh, the direction that business is going into on a collaborative and a collegial basis. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a very important consideration because one never wants to be in a position where governments and business are working in opposite directions or not understanding each other's challenges and constraints. So what I try to, uh, to transmit today is the priorities of the council, the way we see them, what our challenges are, and how do we work more closely together, uh, almost hand in glove, so that you can achieve optimal economic growth outcomes. Mm. Dr. Nicola, let me thank you so much for your time. Thanks very much for having me. Much appreciated.